Greetings and welcome to the Clinical Psychopharmacology Podcast. Today's podcast will focus on some basic concepts on pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics. This will supplement the lecture that you're receiving on these concepts. I'm Dr. Sweet and I'm the lead professor for this course. And I'm making this podcast just to supplement some of the basic concepts that you've already received uh, so that maybe you can grapple with them on your in your spare time. I'd like to just draw your attention to pharmacokinetics being described as what the body does to the drug or to a drug. It refers ultimately to the movement of the drug into through and, and and even out of the body. So this time course of a drug moving into the body, through the body, and then out of the body is a pharmacokinetic event. And this time course is what the idea is when we discuss a drug's absorption, its bioavailability, its distribution, its metabolism, and its excretion. So again, pharmacokinetics, what the body is doing to the drug, and really, really uh, focusing on the movement of a drug, right? Through, into, through, and out of the body. So uh, you've already heard about absorption, bioavailability, distribution, metabolism and excretion, and I, and I probably will not uh, go into that since uh, the lecture is really detailed on that. Uh, a moment should be spent on what, what is pharmacodynamics, right, as opposed to pharmacokinetics. So that's important because pharmacodynamics is different. It is described as what a drug does to the body. So whereas pharmacokinetics was what the body was doing to a drug, pharmacodynamics is described as what a drug does to the body. And this involves things like receptor binding, post-receptor effects of the drug, and uh, whatever drug-drug interactions or chemical interactions the drug may have. So again, pharmacodynamics, what the body, what the drug does to the body, and then certain examples of that I gave you would be like uh, receptor binding, uh, chemical interactions, and post-receptor effects. All right, so we now have a working definition for pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics, and that w- that's an important distinction to be able to make. So, um, during pharmacokinetics, or when we speak when we speak about pharmacokinetics, it. it we have to see it as something that determines the onset duration and intensity of a drug's effect. So think of a drug, think of the effect this drug is going to have. And when you want to think about, well, when does the action of this drug take place? How long is it going to act in the body? And what's the strength or the power or the intensity? So onset duration and intensity are elements of pharmacokinetics. So, uh, why why am I saying that? 
Well, it's important because if you're going to be taking a drug or you're going to be t- prescribing it, you these are the questions people are going to be asking, right? Patients or clients are going to be asking us. Well, when what's the onset of action? When 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 should I start expecting to feel? When is this thing going to work, doctor? Right? Uh, how what's the duration? How long do I have to take this? Or how long will the effect last? And then um, the strength of this. Some people don't want to take things that are too strong or what have you. So knowing the intensity, the onset, and the duration are really really important. Now, an important piece to, to remember is that pharmacokinetics of any drug really depends on not just the drug itself, but also some patient-related factors that I think were already discussed in the lecture. I just want to remind you that some of these um, uh, patient-related factors are things like the kidney function or renal function, the patient's or the client's genetic makeup, like their sex, their age as well. All of these factors can affect the pharmacokinetics of a drug's uh, of a drug. So it's not just good enough to say, "Hey, I understand the chemical properties of a drug that could that that's important." You also have to understand patient-related factors. So pharmacokinetics of a drug depends basically on on on, on patient-related factors as well as the drugs chemical properties. So I just wanted you to grasp that concept as well. We spoke about the patient's weight, their height, their age, their sex, uh, their genetic makeup, and um, their renal and liver functions as factors that can be used to either to predict the parameters or the, the, the fact, I, I suppose, factors that could predict the, the pharmacokinetic parameters, just to be specific, right? These patient-related factors that I'm talking about, the renal function, liver function, age, all of that, these are factors that could be used to predict the pharmacokinetic parameters of a specific population for which we are prescribing a medication. An example Like, for example, right, uh, the half-life of a drug or some drugs, especially those that require both metabolism and excretion, may be really long in somebody who is older as opposed to somebody who is younger. And this is why we have to understand pharmacokinetics uh, and dynamics because people who are young or very old will have a different way in which they metabolize these medicines and how um, each of those aspects of pharmacokinetics, the absorption, the uh, metabolism, the bioavailability, the distribution and excretion will be different in different populations. Uh, Diazepam, a benzodiazepine, for example, uh, is one of the drugs that we'll be covering later in, in this course. And the metabolism of diazepam is, is dramatically different in younger versus older individuals because of the uh, metabolite that it produces and how that long that metabolite stays, stays in the system based on age and the, liver, the, the liver's capacity uh, to, to handle it. Okay, so just uh, an important point as I make uh, the uh, 
point that uh, pharmacokinetics does is affected by patient-related factors. So I think you grasp that point pretty clearly. So some other things that I'd like to say is that uh, there's some other factors that based on a person's individual physiology that might be important to look at. So for example, somebody is dehydrated. Uh, that's going to have an effect on their pharmacokinetics, the absorption, distribution, uh, metabolism, and excretion of a drug. Somebody is obese or overweight. Uh, uh, that can also affect pharmacokinetics. And these are things that prescribers would want to look at. Um, so what I'm saying is that there may be individual differences in individuals uh, and different clinical states. And so when you administer a drug, it has to be based on that person's unique profile as, as well as their needs. Uh, and doses have to be adjusted um, until a therapeutic effect is met. Uh, I won't go into the, uh, the, the, the toxic dosing and therapeutic doses because I know all of that was, was co covered in the lecture. I just wanted you to grasp the definition of pharmacokinetics versus pharmacodynamics to understand why they're important and to understand how prescribers use these, this information and adjust it to patient-related factors that I talked to you about so that even for you, if you have a loved one who is older or you have children, you want to make sure that the doses are being adjusted according to that and the medication is taking into account the, the pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics of that particular person in that, in that situation. So that's all I really wanted to say about this uh, topic in terms of pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics. I won't go into drug absorption, bioavailability, metabolism, uh, in, uh, uh, distribution and excretion because I, that's been covered in the lecture. One, one thing I will say is that you, you may want to pay attention to uh, certain transporters and transporter proteins in the, uh, in the blood and spend some time thinking through how these transporter proteins can affect uh, the pharmacokinetics and the, psych and the pharmacodynamics of, of, of medications. All right, that's plenty to absorb. I, I like to sometimes just take a moment for us to think through why are we discussing pharmacodynamics, what the, what the drug is doing to the body, and then why are we discussing kinetics, pharmacokinetics? And what's important about each thing, the absorption, the uh, bioavailability, the distribution, the metabolism, all of that, the excretion uh, is, is critically important to this entire course. So spending time understanding these concepts, uh, things like volume of distribution and active transport and uh, those other concepts, uh, lethal dose, uh, therapeutic monitoring, is super important because we use pharmacodynamics and, and kinetics to make decisions about each and every drug. And it may, it's easy to get this lost in the course because we'll be specifically looking at uh, different classes of medications. But I assure you that for each medication that we discuss or each class of medications that we discuss, these principles 
uh, the absorption, the bioavailability, the distribution, metabolism, excretion are all going to be revisited. So for you to understand that these kinetics, these pharmacokinetics are super important in terms of how a person is going to respond to a particular medication and also guide our decision-making as well as our therapeutic monitoring of individuals uh, who are on medications, it, it behooves us to really grasp the concept of pharmacokinetics and then also the pharmacodynamics. All right, this is Dr. Sweet. I gave you plenty to think about and looking forward to hearing your feedback. Take care.